Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Nobody's listening at the beginning. Or at all. Or, right. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm Becky Streepy. I'm David Streepy. Didn't we talk about... Never mind. This week on the show, Amy Katz from Veggies Save the Day joins us to eat holy veggie ranch cauliflower and try Brad's salads. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, a vegan food podcast. We're Becky and De- and Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about it. We did. Yeah, we had a meeting. Same meeting that changed us to a comedy podcast. Uh, yeah. That happened, mm-hmm. but this didn't. No, I like the intro. But I don't, and I'm 50% of us. <laughs> Listener? No. No. It'll get a say. Mary Ellen. Why? What do you think of the- Why Mary Ellen? I don't know. I was trying to. I was just, just trying, trying to think to of a second out. listener. <laughs> God. This is like a podcast for you and your friends yeah. that I'm also on. What? They're your friends too. Uh, yeah, that's true. But they're mostly your friends. Hey, like Dave. the majority, the lion's share of friendship you're holding. What? You are. Mary Ellen is you do the weeping. Work. No, you do the work. Yeah. It's work to have friends. And that's why so I say work. no thanks. <laughs> friends? Sorry. It. It's a lot of work. It is. You got to like ask them stuff about them. <laughs> yes. Show an interest? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm interested in my friends. But when I, when I get it, I get it. Like when your, your face. I, I just want to hear when, what you have to say. When I know about my friends, what more do I have to ask my friends about? I'm going to give you an example. Okay. Hey, Dave. How are you doing? So we're... <laughs> are you downgrading us to friends? You're my best friend. Is that friend. how this happened? What? 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 We're all friends. Yeah. You know how I'm doing. Tell tell the world how I'm doing. Dave's grumpy. I'm not grumpy. <laughs> I feel like you're applying that sticker to me a lot now. You called last episode me being grumpy. You were grumpy. A little bit. You were making me grumpy. <laughs> you came in grumpy. Dave's not grumpy today. That's a joke. I'm not. No. And I wasn't you called me grumpy earlier this week, too, and I wasn't grumpy then either. Dave's I feel a, like you're just throwing that term around now. <laughs> Dave's in a great mood. Dave's feeling great. It's a nice day. It is a beautiful day. Our next-door neighbors had a yard sale. Are having a yard sale. Yeah. I got a little ceramic fox. Wait, this is how I'm doing. How are you doing? 
I said it's a great day. It is a great day. We share a life. <laughs> so it's okay if our one of our descriptions of a day bleeds into the other's description of a day because that's a hallmark of a ritual life. That's true. It would be one thing if it was like, we don't see each other until it's podcast time and that's our chance to download. Mm-hmm. That'd be different. Yeah. This, like, I got up. I went for a big run yesterday, so I didn't take a run today. And then I made a big breakfast for the family. We sat and watched 90210. Mm-hmm. And then we went to a yard sale. And then I went for a walk. Yeah. It didn't get much better than that. It was pretty great. So I'm not sure what what you're working on. I was wondering how you're doing. That was my example where, of me expressing an interest in your life and how you are. What's going on? What's new? Gotcha. Well, that's what's new. Okay. I mean, I'm going to ask what's new with you, but that's for the benefit of the listener. Yeah. Because I already know what's new with you. I guess that's my point. Yeah. Is that we already knew it. So yeah. we had to like yank out some words about it, even though you already knew the answer to your question. But how are you doing? Can you, hey, let the towheads know how you're doing. Cause I already know. Towheads, I, uh, I slept in today. Yeah. In, until like 10 o'clock. It was magical. Yeah. You, that's the norm. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes no. I was up from six to seven and, mm. and then was like, it's just like sometimes this happens to me if I'm trying to take a nap. I'll be lying there going, there's no way I'm going to be able to fall asleep. And the mm. next thing I know, two hours have passed. That's yeah. kind of like what happened this morning. And it was lovely. Yeah. And then I got up and Dave made a big breakfast. Yeah. See? <laughs> see? We're super boring. I ate it. But then Dave looked out his window and said, the next door neighbors are having a yard sale. Let's go. So we did. I and mean, I got I a knew box. they were having a yard sale. There's been signs. I have not noticed them. And then one of them told us that there was going to be a yard sale. So that was a pretty big indicator <laughs> that they were having a yard sale. I'm going to say something shocking. You don't have a good memory. I don't remember that. Happening. I know. But we went and I got a little ceramic fox and it's very cute. It is cute. And the kid got... <laughs> a cross. A cross. A, a rhinestone cross. cross. He likes it because it has rhinestones. And I was like, do you really want a cross? And he was like, yeah. But then he got it and he started doing a hypnosis thing with it, like waving it back and forth. So I think he wanted to pin it. He liked the rhinestones, too. Yeah. He likes things that are blingy. Yeah. Yeah. Can so anyway, he's saved. He's saved. Yeah. He's committed to Christ. He is saved. He's vaccinated. Ah, look at you. Yeah. We got our boosties yesterday. And we got our boosties yesterday. My friend Amanda on Twitter got her boostie yesterday, and she went and got vegan donuts after. I saw that. Yeah. I feel like she did it right. Okay. I think we still had a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. To go shopping at Walmart after we oh, got our boosties. That was a terrible plan. And then stand in a really long line to check out oh. and not bring a shopping cart. So I had like 10 items that I was holding in my arms like I was looting the store <laughs> and just standing there waiting for our turn in the checkout. Yeah. The 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 boosty appointment was at Walmart. Yeah, we didn't we, go afterwards to celebrate right. by shopping it. And yeah. we had to check out because when we got there I grabbed a bottle of water for the kid. Yeah. He was like, let's find a water fountain. And I was like, it's a pandemic. We'll get you a bottle. If there's going to be a water fountain open during a pandemic, it's going to be at Walmart. Yeah. And so I told him we weren't even going to look for one. I think that'd be okay. No. Do you I think- say no. This isn't like an elementary school. People aren't like gumming the, the water fountain. 
I am skeptical that you're correct about that. I think you're, I'm sounding the snoot alarm. People on are where gross. You're headed. People are gross. I'm including myself in people because I'm a people. I We're think, all gross. I think you're being a little snooty towards the Walmart. No, I feel that way about every water fountain. Someone's mouth has been, been on there. Should we introduce our guest? Yeah, let's do it. Or do you it. want to talk a little bit about politics first? That's going to be part of my pod recommendation. Oh, okay. Sorry. Look. I leave reviews for things I listen to. Hey, so let's introduce our guest. Our guest is my friend, Amy Katz. Your friend! See? See? You just did it! Our friend, who we have eaten a meal with together, Amy Katz. I am. You may remember her from our LA episode. She is the one that met us at, I'm forgetting the name of the restaurant. (gasps) It's called Olak. Olak! Thank you. I was about to say it starts with a D. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to help you along, but also get off the hook for having it. Like, so I could act like I knew what it was, but that I wanted you to be able to get there. I liked it. And it didn't work. So you may remember Amy Katz as the person who ate at O'Lock with us in LA. She is also, in addition to someone who had lunch with us, the fa- <laughs> <laughs> which is all the criteria needed to be a guest on our podcast. <laughs> She is the founder, recipe creator, and photographer at Veggies Save the Day. She's also a certified vegan nutrition health coach, and her passion is sharing vegan Mediterranean diet recipes to inspire everyone to choose plant-based meals more often. Welcome, Amy. Thank you so much, Becky and Dave. It's so great to be here. What are you looking at me for? I don't know. To approve that? My brain just turned off after I stopped reading. (laughs) Approve that statement? It is great. It is great. It's great to be be here. here. Amy, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. Um, Actually, it's nice that now we can get our booster shots, and I'm going to be getting mine soon. And I feel like I am finally getting back out into the world and enjoying some new vegan food. So it's all good. Yeah, it is a great feeling. There's a, a restaurant that we ordered uh, takeout from a lot during peak pandemic, like full lockdown, not going anywhere. Um, and now they have a really big patio and we have been doing a little patio dining there and it is so nice. What oh, place I is like this? That. El Mariachi. Oh, yeah. Okay. They have a great, yeah. it's huge. And, yeah. And yeah, wonderful. I think that patio dining should definitely stay. Especially mm-hmm. in our climates where we can, you know, pretty much eat outdoors most of the year. So it just seems like that is one of the big upsides to the pandemic is that it's eating outside. I do enjoy eating outside. They they have heaters, don't they? Uh, For yeah. Later. They have yeah. heaters. I think, yes, I'm still a little weirded out by all this eating in the street that we're doing. Oh, like, like the, I get it. the barriers. Right. Yeah. But it's a. I feel like it's not going away. You don't think? No. And people are starting to make the barriers look nice <laughs> so that it is not like you're eating at a traffic like work stop, you know? Yeah. Like you're you're not in a parallel parking right. space. Right. Like there's a jackhammer right next to you or there could be. Right. Like there's start like one of the places in town is put like a what like a decorative wall thing on the barriers to like like so it looks like ivy and it's like oh you're planning to keep that around for a while yeah it's the place next to dulce vegan the pullman yeah maybe yeah i don't want to name drop them sorry why not i don't know because i'm i'm like snarking on it 
Oh, I didn't. Th- I didn't think that was snarky. I thought that was nice. Like they're making it look nice. Yeah, but that tells me that it's going to be like it's here to stay. That is reminding me of the um. God, I'm blanking on the name of the show. My brain is not working today. Can you describe the show? It's the show with all the good B-roll. How to with John Wilson. How to with John Wilson. The one about um about oh my God. is it I keep wanting my brain keeps scaffolding. Saying, scaffolding. Thank you. <laughs> it's the episode about scaffolding. And he has if you haven't watched How to with John Wilson, it's a delight. It wow, a delight. I don't I don't even know that show. What Where, is it on? It's what on it, HBO yeah. Max. Oh, okay. I don't have HBO Max. Might oh. need to upgrade. <laughs> so he has just seemingly bottomless pit of like B-roll footage of New York City. Ooh. And um, every episode is like all about one topic. And just it's really great. The way yeah. he uses B-roll to like add to the storytelling is yeah. magical. Like but, he's making a point in the clip that he's showing is not directly that what he's talking about, but figuratively it matches what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. We should really be equipped with an example. I don't have one. I feel like it would be it would be as much work as like talking to a friend to describe an example of a scene <laughs> from How to with John Wilson. The scaffolding episode is one of my favorites, and it, in it, one of the things scaffolding is like just become part of life in New York City. It's everywhere oh. all the time because of laws and liability, and so like he sh- was showing footage of how people were making the best of it by like decorating it. I think people are doing the same thing with those like barriers around their outdoor dining parallel parking spots. Yeah. That's anyway, that's yeah. a long road to make a, a pretty meaningless point. <laughs> <laughs> Patio dining. It's, it's patio dining. Yay. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm fine with like a patio. Like a true patio. Oh, your point I'm, is these my aren't. point is these ham fisted, like made made up patios that are actually parking spaces. Yeah, I, if they is, make them look nice, I do like yeah. them though. But I, yeah. I understand what you're saying. I think they need some plants and some nice yeah. lighting, and yeah, they could spruce them up. Yeah, I'm guess- all for making making more pretty stuff out on the street. Yeah, you know, let's do more yeah. of that. But Put what some I'm seeing up. is that. What the Pullman is doing is the exception. And I don't even really like what they're doing, but that's better than just like the white barrier. Mm-hmm. But at least they're trying. So I'd take it back. Yeah. I like I like that they're trying. Yeah. That's an optimism that we all need. Mm-hmm. So Amy, you, you said that you're you're getting back out there. Um Yeah. What what is like one of your favorite places to get back out there and go that you've you've been able to get out to that yeah. maybe you haven't been to in a while? Yeah, great question. Well, um, this week it was uh, my 16th anniversary with my boyfriend, Brad. At, Congratulations. You know as well. Yeah, he's your friend too. <laughs> yeah, he's my friend and, too. Yeah, he is. And um, anyway, so we went out to one of our favorite restaurants. Um, it's called Gracias Madre. And yeah, it's all plant based, the original ones in San Francisco. And they also have one in LA. And then they have one where I live in Orange County. And um, they already had a beautiful patio. 
In fact, the patio dining is over half of the restaurant anyway. So, um, and it's, you know, really gorgeous, like lots of lights and, um, they had the heaters out there and everything. And, um, you know, most people want to sit out there, you know, year round. But anyway, so we went there for our anniversary dinner and, um, I had, um, these enchiladas verdes and Mm -hmm. it was like vegetable enchiladas. And I had a little bit of their, um, house-made uh, soy chorizo in it mm. and it was really delicious and we we shared some um, hearts of palm ceviche that was that was very good i like their ceviche a lot nice mm. that was one of when i was in san francisco for a few days or one day because i got sick um that was one of the places that i wanted to go oh it yeah. just didn't work out we never talked about my san francisco trip on here we didn't. No. Oh, we did like two episodes about LA and then we were like, we'll do the San Francisco one next time and that never happened. That's true. But now I've forgotten it all. So and until somebody brings it up and I'm like, oh yeah, that. Um yeah. his trip was supposed to be two days, but it got cut short because he got paprikaed. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um but we should go to San Francisco. Yeah. We should Yeah. I'll and meet you there. I'll meet you the there. Trip. Yeah. We can eat lunch again. Yeah, I love San Francisco. It's only an hour flight for me. Nice. And yeah. they're cheap. Although yeah. when I looked, it wasn't cheap. Oh. But like every other day around it, it was. Oh, I ended yeah. up taking the train from oh. LA to San Francisco. And it took a day, like, you know, the yeah. bulk of a day. But it was really nice and neat. And I'm glad I did it. Yeah. yeah. You took the Coast Starlight, right? Yeah, I took the Coast Starlight. Oh, yeah. I like taking the train. Yeah. The train's re- really fun. I often take it to San Diego. Oh, nice. Oh, I bet yeah. that's a pretty ride, too. Yeah, really pretty along the ocean. I was on the non-coast side. I had oh. a little room, a roomette or whatever. Oh. And, um, which is cool, like comfortable, and you get to stretch out, but it's not like you can just get up and change your seat either. If you want to be on the other side, like you get a signed one. Yeah. You can go to the dining car. Yeah. But that's like, then it's like you're going out of your way to see the coast and sit there and look at the coast for a minute, which is a different vibe than, hey, I'm just like half napping in this little roomette, reading my book, listening to music. And I look over and by the way, there's an amazing coast, you know, like I kind of had that in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Let's go to San Francisco. Let's do it. Frisco, baby. Nobody calls it that. No, don't call it that. I I don't want to bring this up, but I did look something up that justified the use of Frisco. (laughs) But I'll do my research and come and present it more formally uh, on a future episode. Cool. We want a fully formed thesis. So- um, do you want to, should we recommend, should we do a recommend? Do you want to do a letter? You don't have a letter? No. So this is the end. Yeah, we've reached the end. This is the end of the pants saga. I reached the bottom of the mailbag. She did offer to mail me the pants and I was like, please don't do that. It's going to cost you a she did, All the fortune. only ask was to circle the state area. I know. And she offered to mail you the pants. I know. I You said phones have circle app now. Couldn't have been more clear. Yeah. But um, she did offer to mail I think the pants. she's done with it. And I was like, don't, please. I, I think she's that done. That would be like $1 million. Don't mail the pants. She's I in mean, Australia. 
I mean, Those maybe mail the pants. What? I mean, maybe mail the pants. Dim Sim Kitty, do not mail the pants. Hey, let's talk about a podcast review that I've left. Okay, yeah. So this is an example of how to leave a podcast review and what, <laughs> what they could slash should say. Yeah. So last Use week, this as a prompt. Yeah. So last week, uh, we discovered that Dave asks the Toeheads to leave reviews all the time, but doesn't review podcasts because he's a monster. Um, I, on the other hand, review podcasts all the time because I love podcasts. All the time. How many? All the time. Challenge that. A lot. Well, that's a lot of reviews. I leave a lot of reviews. If the host says leave a review, then I leave a review because you need it it helps. Yeah, that is so nice of you. I love podcasts. Leaving a review helps them keep doing what they're doing. I want them to do that. It's really selfish. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a review of the podcast Attitudes with Aaron Gibson and Brian Safi. Um it is a half uh, feminist and gay issues podcast. And also in the same feed, you get their podcast groceries, which I think the Toeheads might enjoy. They talk about different grocery stores they've been to. And um, groceries is a delight. Um, but the review I left was for Attitude specifically. So this was from March 12th of this year. And um, I gave it five stars because that's what you do. And I said, I love attitudes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to write a fancy creative headline. <laughs> you just have to do what you need to do. They require a headline. Brian and Aaron are hilarious, and I look forward to the new episodes every week. It's so nice to get terrible news with a side of jokes to take the edge off. And I meant that from the bottom of my heart. That's Nothing great. makes the news better than jokes. That's, you know, that has a kind word and it has an attention grabbing headline. <laughs> It has a kind word in it, and then it gets a little bit specific, but not too deep about what you particularly like about the show. Thank you. One thing I would suggest, and this is not a requirement, you've done the work. Thank you. Is engage a little bit. (laughs) I mean, it's not a forum. I can't wait to hear them talk more about murder or something. Like, I don't know. It's not a true crime podcast. Right, but that's – it was an example. Okay. Don't dwell on the specific example, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like engage Dave's a little clearly bit. never listened to attitudes. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> how many – How many? like what's the rating average on it? 4.8. Uh, see, I only do five. I only listen to five stars. This review says, I give this podcast five green peppers going down a chimney. I like that because it's a reference to an in-the-pod joke. That is, yes. That's okay, too. That's an attention-grabbing headline. Yes. What else does the review say? That's it. That's the one sentence. Okay. So I have a few notes there. Oh, the headline is perfect, which I think is great. Oh, gotcha. So that was the content. Yeah, that was the whole content. Okay, perfect, not a great headline. It's great. No, I think the... Peppers the- going down a chimney is like, I need to know more about this. Gotta that listen. is a unique phrase. What is that in joke? And I need to figure that out. You're going to listen to Attitudes? Now? No, but <laughs> all right. Amy, subscribing to Attitudes yeah. right now as we speak? I am. You know what? I'm not <laughs> familiar with that podcast, so I am going to listen to it. If you want to send us a letter, first off, review us. That We just did a whole thing about it. But also, if you want to send – stop. If you want to send us a letter – we might even read it. Oh, wait. No, that was the reviews. I'm trying to go to the end of your script. I see. I see what you're doing. You're you doing can, great. You can. Oh, here it is. 
uh, thoughts about an episode, just want to say hello. <laughs> Write to us at talkingtofupod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. And you can leave us Instagram comments. I call them insties on talking tofu pod on instagram yeah if you yeah. send us a message on instagram i will insty. read it insty an insty if you send us an insty i will read it and respond it to it just ask dim sim kitty she'll yeah. tell you everyone yeah. I respond it might turn into an arc yeah it might turn into a multi-episode yeah. arc and you might be the one to get tired of it what hmm all right. Welcome to this segment, which is called Talking Toe News. I'm not going to look at you anymore because of the way that you've been looking at me this entire time. Just look at. This is a segment of the podcast where I take a headline from the world of vegan news and I present the headline and we talk a little bit about it and then we do other stuff. And this one, this one really gets me at my core. Um, this one's from Gizmodo. Ooh. It is from November 12th by Andrew Lazuski. The headline is, Vegan Glitter is here and now we're never going to be rid of it. <laughs> I have some questions. So right off the bat... Uh, Becky knows this, but I don't know that I've talked about it on here. I fucking hate glitter. I hate it. I hate glitter so much. It gets everywhere. It outlives any in the moment enjoyment by the fact that it just sticks around forever and that you see glitter for the rest of your life if you stay in the same environment that the glitter was a part of. And God forbid you touch something that had glitter on it and then go back to your house because (laughs) then you have taken the glitter and now it's in your house and you'll see it forever. Case in point, our child's birthday party, somebody, a listener of the pod, (laughs) made the choice to put glitter in the sandbox so that the glitter was sparkly. And that glitter is still in our backyard. It has been over five years. And I still find that glitter in the backyard. So I kind of have it in for glitter. Counterpoint. It's sparkly. It's sparkly. Yeah. But that's not my whole counterpoint. Okay. Counterpoint. I feel like glitter is like a memory. You get to remember. And it's it's not I don't hurting need, anything. I don't need that memory in the couch. I don't need that memory in the rug. I like it. Whenever I, I encounter glitter that's from a past glitter thing. Glitter? Glitter thing. Um. It reminds me of that thing. Like sometimes if I find some of that big chunky face glitter on like a garment, I go, oh, that was from that fish show I went to with Danielle. I want to be able to choose not to have glitter in an, in an environment. And you cannot make that choice. No, the choice true. is taken from you once glitter is in the environment. So you're saying it's impeding your freedom? Listen. Yep. Do you want to go there? No. You wanted to get political? No. Mm-mm. Amy, what are your thoughts on glitter? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to have to chime in here, and I'm actually going to side with Dave yeah! on this one. <laughs> oh, well, now we can have you back on the show. Yeah, best guest. Yeah, best yeah. guest. Well, you know what? I still have glitter that's in my car uh, from years ago from when someone gave me a present that had glitter on the wrapping paper and the bow. And I still cannot get that glitter out of my car. Uh, it's going to be there forever. Yeah, the worst. The worst. But it's like yeah. a memory of that friend and that wonderful gift. You are finding like detritus 
and being am I using that word correctly? Yeah, I think so. And you just the way you are looking at me. I'm today sorry. Is... I was I'm not <laughs> listener. Dave's grumpy today. I am not grumpy. You are <laughs> lighting me up left and right. No, it is not the title. You're writing it down. Oh. Oh. But like you are reacting to like leftover makeup on something. <laughs> And saying that a fond memory of the use of that makeup, it, like that you like finding leftover goopy stuff all over the house. It's not goopy. It's just like one little piece of glitter. It makes me go, oh, yeah, that was a fun time. forgot about that. I think a picture would be better, though, if you hey, saw a picture yeah. of you, yeah. not the actual glitter. I yeah. guess I think of it more as ephemera than detritus. Okay. Okay. Well, Andrew goes on to say... <laughs> Or begins by saying, <laughs> the only thing worse than getting a year older on your birthday is opening a card to find somebody has hilariously pranked you with a mountain of glitter. It's not only annoying, the stuff is bad for the planet. Oh, or shit. at least it was. Researchers from the University of Cambridge have created a non-toxic vegan glitter alternative that ensures those shiny little particles aren't going anywhere. I'm trying to skim. Oh my gosh, because it's plastic. It's tiny pieces of plastic. That's right. It's microplastics. Yeah. That's the environmental concern. But I'm rethinking a lot of things about my life right now. I did not know that glitter was not vegan. I, It's plastic. And I'm trying to figure out. I thought maybe it was like edible glitter. Maybe isn't, but I don't. I've never looked into edible glitter, surprisingly. Are they saying it's vegan because conventional glitter harms animals? Because of the plastic. Oh, maybe. Which are. That's like a palm uh, oil kind of a stance, which um, yeah, is controversial. But I still want to hear about this glitter. The obvious and ideal solution would be to ban glitter forever. 100%, Andrew. But now <laughs> that that's not going to happen, thanks to a team of researchers from University of Cambridge. Insert sarcastic thanks here. And a recently published paper, the team details a new approach to creating glitter-like particles from colloidal particles of cellulose nanocrystals, which are sourced from the cellulose building blocks of trees, plants, fruits, and vegetables, instead of using pigments or dyes to generate color. It's the structure of the nanocrystals themselves that bend and reflect light to produce vibrant and visible shades in a similar technique to how peacock feathers and butterflies produce their vibrant colors. Andrew, I really need you to unpack why specifically this glitter is vegan. Yeah, I don't get that part, but I do like the part where it's better for the planet. That seems good. I'm into it. Yep. Yep. Well, and it seems like if you're wearing glitter makeup, like glitter eyeshadow or glitter nail polish, you'd want it to be something that's made from plants because if you're putting it on your body, it's probably going in your body too. That's true. Especially so like an eyeshadow much, or like a lipstick yeah. that you definitely oh, eat. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's a good point because you don't want to eat plastic if you can avoid it. That's gross. No, that sounds bad. I'm, I'm on the, the source yeah. uh, article now. Still just trying, <laughs> oh boy. To, trying to unpack it. Dave's gone down a rabbit hole. Wait one second. Well, I'm bummed to be thinking about glitter in a different way. And I hope that this glitter becomes mainstream soon so that I can feel good again. Yeah, I don't know, guys. I don't know. <laughs> they just keep saying it's vegan. But they keep not saying how. Okay. 
maybe I'll comment on this story and be like, how specifically is it vegan? Yeah. And then I'll do it from Talking Tofu and provide a link to the podcast. And that'll be like marketing. That'll be the most marketing we do for this podcast. Can you say it nicer though? troll commenting. Like very excited about this, um, but I'm confused about what made other glitter not vegan. Can you elaborate? And be like, actually, you didn't say anywhere in your article how this is vegan, <laughs> and we're talking about it on a podcast right now. So if you could get back to me in the next ten to fifteen minutes, cool, cool, cool. We'll just wait for that response. Hey, even Be- if even if vegan's not a, a part of this, a it doesn't have any use on this podcast. But I'll take any opportunity to link arms with somebody who hates glitter as much as I do. <laughs> And I think that alone was time well spent. And you know what? When you don't read the articles before the the recording, sometimes this is what you get. It's a good headline, though. It was a great headline. See? So Amy is on the West Coast, which makes things a little bit trickier when it comes to coordinating food because... Um, we're in a whole different market, so it's totally different stuff when it comes to certain brands. Plus so, the supply chain. Supply chain. Right? Oh, Plus the supply, the supply chain. chain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but we were able to find – so she texted to see if I had seen these holy veggie products in stores here, and I hadn't. And then that very day, Dave came home from Target with a bunch of holy veggie stuff. These wings, oh, maybe just that. Was it just the wings that you brought? No, there was something else. That we'll review at another time? Yes. Okay. Um, So yeah, he came home with these wings and something else. So we decided to talk about these on the pod because we could both find them and we were all intrigued by them. Um, And so here we are. Yeah, they're, they're actually from Toronto, Canada. That's so cool. Yeah. These were new to me. I'd never seen them in stores. And now that after we started looking for them, I'm like, oh, they're like everywhere. They're at Target, Sprouts. I haven't been to Whole Foods lately, but they're probably there too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got mine at Sprouts, but that's pretty amazing that they're already at Target. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, Target made that push this year, last year with that expanded line. I'm forgetting the name right now. It's not good and gather, but it's like... Yeah, favorite, that's favorite what, day. Favorite day, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, I haven't tried anything yet, but I mean, that's pretty amazing that they are able to get it into store so fast. Yeah, I think yeah. that probably, you know, I'm just guessing, but that maybe snowballed an effort to get more plant based stuff in, like at that point that they were going to roll that out. You know? Yeah, like if the vegans are in the store, right? They'll buy more stuff. So that's where we found a lot of stuff. We found those falafel. Like um, microwavable falafel sandwiches that we'll probably try at Ooh. one point. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the company that they're from, but lots of new companies have yeah. kind of popped up at the Target. Yeah, it's great. Wow. The Target. The I Target. sound like Jerry Blank. <laughs> so we made these in the air fryer, uh, and they actually have air fryer instructions on the back. Uh, I cooked oh, them yeah. for 12 minutes at 400, which is in the low end of the range that they suggest. And that worked great. They were cooked through. They were nice and crunchy. Oh, that's good to know. I was wondering if you were going to do them in your air fryer. I actually did it in um, the air fryer oven, mm. but I used it on the oven setting. So I cooked them at 425 
and they were ready um, in 23 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. It felt like these took forever to cook. Yeah, that's because we were very hungry. It was late at night. Yeah. And we were having a late night snack. Yep. Oh, yeah. I had mine for lunch, so it didn't seem like it took very long. So these also come with a sauce packet. So when I when we were talking about these, I thought the ranch seasoning was going to be like in the breading. So I was surprised yeah. when I dumped these out and a sauce packet fell into my air fryer. <laughs> Did you have yeah. the sauce? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you? I thought your ramekin had like barbecue sauce or something in it. Okay. When I was doing the cleanup at the end of the night uh, because I did the cleanup at the end of the night. Thanks, honey. You know, it's a bit of a flex, but – um, I noticed that mine had the the snotty ranch sauce and yours had uh, barbecue sauce. In it. It's because I used up all the ranch and then was like, well, now I need a different uh, sauce because gotcha. we didn't have any ranch. So I oh, got that's barbecue. Why you got so it. did you, you dipped yours in the ranch? Yeah. Okay. So I followed on the box that said to mix the ranch, oh pour the ranch sauce over the cauliflower ah. and mix until evenly coated. That's a quote. We just dipped. Whoa. Yeah. I wasn't going to I didn't know that. we were going off script. I wasn't going to You got to stay on script if we're Look reviewing the these things. The picture is yeah, next. The picture is very deceiving because it looks like a very thick ranch dressing. Yeah. yeah. And that you're supposed to dip the cauliflower wings in the ranch sauce. But that's not, in fact, not what the actual directions say. Yeah. Oh, no. But, <laughs> but you know what? I have to tell you, I tried a piece of the cauliflower before I added the sauce. And I think you made the right decision by leaving the sauce off and, and just using it as a dipping sauce. And let me tell you why. <laughs> um, I feel very strong. Yeah, you're ready. So, I love so it. yeah, I was very impressed with the coating. Because this product is not only vegan, it's actually gluten-free. And that was exciting for me because I have a gluten sensitivity. And it's very rare that I can find things that have a nice coating on them or a nice breading. And this uses um, panko breadcrumbs that are made from rice flour. And I really enjoyed the texture of that. So next time, if I buy these again... Which I'm not sure I will, but if I, do, <laughs> I would take the cauliflower, just make it without the sauce and keep the sauce on the side. Yeah. Um, and I might also use some different sauces. I think barbecue sauce, that sounds like a great idea. Um, this ranch sauce, it, I liked it, but I have to say it doesn't really taste like ranch. Yeah. Um, nope. It reminded me of another dressing that's um, also vegan a vegan ranch that's from primal kitchen. I don't know if you've tried that. Mm-hmm. And I actually really like the primal kitchen vegan ranch, but it does not taste anything like ranch. Mm. <laughs> it's like more like a, a thin Italian dressing or something. It's not thick and creamy, but I like the flavor of it. Um, so I kind of felt the same way about the ranch that came with this product. So, you know, again, I think that once I mixed it in as they suggested and tossed the wings with the ranch, it made them more soggy oh, and yeah. it took away from that crispy panko breading that I enjoyed. Huh. I wonder if we're limiting ourselves as a society by trying to hit this ranch target from a flavor perspective. Because like 
there's so many vegan ranches and because they're called that you can't help but measure them against like what your memory or impression of like a ranch seasoning is you mm-hmm. know or a, te- a ranch texture or whatever but meanwhile like you're saying i mean like there are great like sauces that are just not ranch flavored <laughs> Yeah, but there's just not a name for them because we all have to call them ranch because that's the closest thing to to stick it to, you know? They kind of like serve that purpose. Right. The sa- they would fit in the same box as ranch, but right. they're not ranch, right? Right. And like ranch was ranch like an 80s thing? I think that's why it's making such oh, a totally. comeback yeah. now. Yeah. Well, I think the I don't think it went away. Hidden Valley yeah, Ranch. Making- yeah. <laughs> right. And I think that's what like so one fad in the 80s has now influenced like stuff could have branched out in a million different directions but it just stayed stuck on that ranch description you know yeah like think about goddess dressing goddess dressing was bold enough to like be its own thing yeah and now when i when you say goddess dressing like you know what that flavor is you know but what if that had been like a heavily seasoned dressing that they were like some of these ranch alternatives I have are more like goddess dressing than they are ranch, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I don't know what my point is. I thought this ranch was too tart to be called ranch. Yeah. That's the What point. would you call it? Creamy vinaigrette. Oh, see? Didn't it remind you of like, say you took half ranch and half Italian and mix them together. Ooh. Yeah, a bit. That's that's what it tasted like to me. What it was would, very vinegary. But I, but I actually liked it. I liked the dressing. I just didn't like that it made the cauliflower breading soggy mm-hmm. when I stirred it in the way that they said to. Yeah. What would a ranch in Italy be called? Like a, an actual like <gasps> – oh. Like, like the, the word ranch, the type of in house, Italian. like the yeah. homestead or well, whatever. Like what is that? I know in Spanish it would be hacienda. See, I think you could do hacienda for something like that had elements of ranch and elements of you know another Spanish dressing or something. You know, yeah. I have bad Maybe news for you. Yeah. What is it? It's ranch. <laughs> no, it can't. No. <laughs> Well, what did you think about the breading on the cauliflower? Did you like the panko? Uh, yeah, I said the breading was lovely and crunchy, that it was nice on its own texture-wise, but definitely needed a dip. And now that I know that I should have followed yes. directions, that makes perfect sense. That makes sense. Oh, and you know what else I did? When I, I did also notice on the instructions, it said that you could put it under the broiler for a couple minutes to make it extra crispy. So I did that because my um, air fryer oven has a broil setting. So after it was done baking, then I did put it under the broiler setting for two minutes and it did make it nice and crispy. Yeah. I thought these came out really crunchy. What did you think about the yeah. texture, Dave? I thought the the breading was the best part of yes. this. I will eat whatever fried thing holy veggie is making. Because they nailed the breading so much. So they make like mozzarella sticks, right? Yeah, we need to I would trust those mozzarella sticks because I know that this breading is probably going to be on those. Right. Yeah, I'm 100% with you, Dave. Um, I'm actually really excited to try the mozzarella sticks. 
Um, I have them in my freezer right oh, now. Generous. And those ones, yeah, those ones come with a side of uh, marinara for dipping sauce. Oh. This is the so, thing that the yeah. vegetizers line needs to learn. Put the frozen packet of sauce because if your thing needs yeah. a dipping sauce, you should include it. Not yeah. count on me yeah. to pull out pizza sauce to dip a taquito in, which is not a good idea. No, not a good idea. No, but it did help. No, but if yeah, it would help for sure. And it was easy to put the the dipping sauce, the ranch. I just put it in a bowl of hot water, and you know, it defrosted like in a couple minutes. Yeah, by the time the it was perfect. By the time the wings were ready, the sauce was ready. Oh yeah, I know. I know that I kind of spent this nickel on the ranch thing, but we got to stop calling shit like this wings. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a wing. There's nothing wing about it. Is it popcorn cauliflower? It could be popcorn cauliflower. Yeah, it could be fried cauliflower. Who? How about yeah. that? Why not? Yeah, why not keep it easy? Like, fried cauliflower. Wings again sets up an unrealistic expectation. Yeah, but yeah. I'm eating these oh. things and I'm like, why? Why? Why did we call it that? Yeah, because it's or how about bites? There we you go. Call it cauliflower bites. Oh yeah, that's yeah. got a good snacky. Because fried cauliflower maybe doesn't convey like the snackiness, but right. bites does. Yeah, and I, I mean they're speaking to the fact that people who are going vegan miss wings, mm-hmm. and they're and I get it, but it's also like you're not doing yourself any favors because these are nowhere in the same neighborhood as wings. Yeah, from a texture perspective, from a flavor perspective, the only thing is that sauce goes on it. And there's a lot of stuff in that category that if that's your only criteria for whether something is a wing or not. Yeah. Yeah. So I think these would be good with a side of buffalo sauce too. Oh, yeah, yeah. For I sure. almost added buffalo sauce to the ranch and then I was yeah. like, I need to get the I need to get the holy veggie experience. But then so I'm a greedy dipper. But you I also feel dipper. like they're a little greedy little goblin when it comes to dipping. I am. Yeah. I look <laughs> over, I just see you dipping. I was dipping. Yeah. I was ranch dipping. Yeah. And so then um, when I ran out of the ranch, I went back to the kitchen and got barbecue sauce because these without a dip, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> tape. I liked them without the – without. I liked them dry. Yeah, I thought they were good without a dip as well. You could go either way on well, You're a sauce queen. I'm a sauce queen. I needed a sauce. And so I got barbecue sauce. And um, I liked them even better with the barbecue sauce. Mm. I thought that was a great you know- combo. Yeah, that is a good combo. You know what else would be really good is sweet and sour sauce. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Or like um the chili, the sweet chili sauce. That would yes, be nice. Yes, too. sweet chili sauce. I think, that sounds good. I think too. you nailed yeah. it with the buffalo sauce. And again, somebody's gonna say that if somebody were listening, they might say that that's a point in the wings column. But I think that's more a testament to buffalo sauce and how good buffalo sauce is. Yeah. It's more buffalo yeah. sauce being good with this, not the other way around, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. I had an instance too where um, one of them, one of the cauliflowers fell out of the of the casing really? onto my plate. Oh. That did not and happen to me. I had to pick it up and put it back in. <laughs> <laughs> and the cauliflower was very unpleasant once it was out of the casing. Like it was goopy and like there's nothing oh, wrong with yeah. it, but and it's not meant to be eaten that way. So like no points deducted, but I did – I was – the, again, another point in the breading's favor, though. Like it stayed in the shape that it was, and all I had to do was pick the cauliflower up and put it right back in the cup, the <laughs> like little breading little cup that I had. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I I think the breading for sure was the best part. Yeah, and well, and then it made me think, like Becky, how would you make these at home if you didn't have holy vegan? Like, could you take you know the panko mixture? 
And then like, would you cook the cauliflower first a little bit and then dip it in maybe some aquafaba and then put it in the breading or how would you get it to stick? I'd probably do, yeah, you'd have to do something wet like aquafaba. Yeah. I have a cauliflower wings recipe on my website for the air fryer, but it doesn't use, it's just panko. It's a much lighter, I don't typically love a heavy breading, so it's just panko for crunch. Uh-huh. But for like, this is like a fully coated situation. You would need to do something like, you could even do like um, cornstarch, vegan milk, flour, and then the oh. panko. I think something like that. You would have okay, to do like a, like a full breading and yeah. then bake it or air fry it. Or I guess really, if you wanted to get it just like they did, you deep fry it. Because these are definitely deep fried before oh, they sure. freeze them. Because yeah. they were and, lovely and greasy. Yeah, would you need to cook the cauliflower a little bit first or would you start from raw cauliflower? To get it the way that they have it, because this cauliflower was very soft, like it melted in your mouth. Yeah. You would probably want to like bl- at least blanch it first. Blanch it. Okay. But you, I, when I'm waking, making the, bloop, bloop, when I'm making cauliflower wings for myself, I don't cook it first. I like them a little more toothsome though. Yeah. You know what? I'm with you there. And in fact, I've actually had your buffalo cauliflowers that's on your website. Oh. <laughs> I have tried that recipe. It's very good. Thank you. It's not, it's very different from this texture It's very wise. different, but it's equally as good. Oh, thanks. It's not better. Oh, thank you. Well, it has <laughs> buffalo sauce on it, so. Yeah, you can't go wrong. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I think I, I would buy these again, like just to keep in my freezer for something fast um, or relatively fast, you know, if I didn't have time to make it on my own. But, you know, overall, I mean, it's not like something like the mozzarella sticks where that would be a little more challenging to make yourself. Yeah, I feel like I'd get yeah. this again at the store, thinking in my head that I had a, a use case in mind for it. But then anytime that snack opportunity came up, I'd open the fridge and I would pass over it every time and be like, nah, not that. Um that's what we did. We ate these last night because we were right. like, we're recording tomorrow. <laughs> we need to eat these. <laughs> I think they'd be good in tacos, though. In tacos, oh. you think? Yeah. Put like a nice sauce on them, like maybe mm. a taco with like avocado and chimichurri sauce or something. I think that'd be really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. They've got a good texture. Yeah, that that would does work. sound good. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it's, the t- it's all about the texture, all about that breading. Yeah. It is. It truly is. They nailed it. They nailed that. Yeah. Um, okay. So on a scale of one to ten. I'm so sorry. <laughs> one to ten. <laughs> I can't even look at Dave. <laughs> one to ten abandoned <laughs> glitter bottles. What? Those are good things. Okay. Each one is a good thing. Each abandoned glitter bottle, the more the merrier, you know, because that means as a world, we're moving away from glitter. Okay. We're abandoning them. And mm-hmm. then we're going to take them and we're going to shoot them into the sun so that they're not microplastics on in our oceans. I mean, we don't know what that would do either. What? It just seems like we might yeah, be Yeah, but that kicks more. the can so far down the road that like we're practically another species at that point. Okay. You know? Nobody will look it back at us and be like, and they shot glitter into the sun. Yeah, least look, of our problems. Look at our other atrocities. Yeah. Our record is already yeah. a mess. Yeah. So one to ten abandoned bottles of glitter. What is your rating for holy veggie 
ranch cauliflower wings? I would give these a six. I'd give them a six. All pretty much because they really nailed that breading. The ranch I could take or leave, but they nailed that breading. And I do think that I want to make tacos with these now that I've said the word chimichurri. Huh. Okay. A six Amy, what for you, me. Oh, sorry. Just sorry. reiterating. Sorry. <laughs> six, it's a six for you. <laughs> Amy, what do you think? I would give them a seven. Ooh. And I, I agree with about the breading, but I have to give them that bonus point because it's also gluten-free. And it's nice. it's hard to find breaded treats, you know, vegan treats that are that are gluten free. That's a good point, Dave. All right, how um, many glitter glitters? Um, you know, I want to abandon as many glitter bottles as possible. Mm-hmm. Famously, but, but I'm going to have to give this four abandoned bottles of glitter. Really, I was Only four. I was overall not super impressed, not excited about it. It it hit the spot while I was eating it, but let's be fair. Anything would have hit that spot at that point. Um, I mean, it's it's a it's a nice fried treat. That's fun, and the breading has a lot going for it. I'm not a fan of cauliflower anyway. This wasn't particularly oh. bad cauliflower, but it also wasn't great. The ranch dressing, I didn't think, or the ranch sauce was not that great either. And if they're, you know, if they're including it with the wing, the quote unquote wing, which is a whole nother thing. <laughs> Like you have to take that into you have to factor that in. Yeah. Like they're they're so proud of this serving suggestion that they're putting the sauce in the pack with you. Yeah, with that's true, and that it made them soggy. Right. There are no ends. Like the sauce is a zero. You know. So. <laughs> like, I guess that's I, a good point because we didn't do that, so I forgot about your soggy experience. Amy. I think it's just I was. Yeah, that's true. Kind of disappointed. I think I'd be jazzed if this was on a plate at a Super Bowl party on a table that like along with some other like nashi bits and I had one or two and put that on my plate along with some other snacks like yeah you know maybe I'd be on the drive home from the Super Bowl party that we go to every year we'd probably oh, yeah, be like sure. oh yeah did you see those vegan cauliflower bites and you'd be like no those are called wings and I'd be <laughs> like and we'd get into an argument but yeah. <laughs> like there might be Something nice about that, but overall, I'm finding it really hard to get excited about anything other than the breading on this. And getting excited about breading is some real nerdy shit. <laughs> like that's not that's an important part of a food conversation, but it shouldn't be the food conversation. <laughs> Fair so, enough. Four out of ten. I stand by my six. You should feel your feelings. Oh, I forgot to say, do you want to have a snack? Yeah, you did. Hey, guys. Nope, 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 nope. You- <laughs> missed it. So this week, the snack that we're trying is Brad's Snackable Salads to Go. And we got the ranch and the Caesar flavors here. And these are kind of like uh, dehydrated salads, so it's sort of like kale chips. But That's a neat idea. Yeah. Is it a kale salad? Yeah. So they're like kale salad in a bag. What else in it? This one has... Kale, carrots, chickpeas, and a bunch of other like all that stuff is in there. Seeds. So it's like a trail mix. This I one guess does we'll have find blueberries. Out. Yeah. So what should we start with? More ranch. <laughs> yeah. Let's. Do, why let's not? Oh, ranch. Let's yeah. do the ranch. Why first. stop now? Oh, it's very small. Like I got some get, kind of a berry. This would get all over a car. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you know, when I open the bag, it's not what I was expecting. Yeah. They're small pieces. Yeah. You got a chickpea. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Do you have a drink? Take a drink. Oh, I really don't like it. Oh, Dave, I'm sorry. Uh-oh. I really oh do. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me try one of those chickpeas. It tastes like throw up. Oh, no. Go, go, go. Take care of it. Mm -hmm. I'm so There's sorry. cracked a teeth on something. There's chickpeas in here. Yeah, they're hard as fuck. I like it. Yeah, I kind of like it, too. Oh, no. I think all of no. the little things fell to the bottom, though, because I'm mostly getting the kale on the top. I keep getting blueberries. Um, I want a chickpea. Oh, I want to try the blueberry. Yeah, the chickpea's good. I seriously almost lost a tooth on one of those things. They're hard. Yeah. I'm not touching all this salad. Yeah, you can it. fucking have it. Oh. Ah. I can't stress enough that I really like it. Mm. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. There's red and Napa cabbage. Having a piece of that. Oh, I think I see a chickpea. I'm going in. Mm. No, maybe. Yes. Oh, it's so little. Oh, my gosh. Right? Those chickpeas are really hard. Right? <laughs> I seriously almost lost. I thought I had lost a tooth for a second. I don't care for the chickpeas. They're too hard. Oh, too hard for you? Okay. Like, I did think I was going to hurt myself. Yeah. The rest of it, though, I really like. There's no this is this is worse than the the cheese we had that one time. What? This is yeah. This is oh not. the what the the Caesar one has capers in it. All right. Ooh. All right. So let's that's go the there. Ranch. I'm oh, sorry, Dave. Clear my palate. Yeah. Let's yeah. Let me try the Caesar. Okay. So the pieces of the Caesar are bigger. I wonder if I put this under something in the. Oh, here's a chickpea. I'm not eating it. I don't, that was really in this one too. I, there was a chick. I got a chickpea. So watch yeah. Out. So it's kale, carrots, roasted chickpeas, red and napa cabbage, sunflower chia, and pumpkin seeds plus capers. I like the flavor. I just had a piece of the kale. Ooh, yeah. I taste those capers. Yeah, I think I like the Caesar better than the ranch, mm. and I liked the ranch. I think it's better, but this is this is not for me. No, thumbs it's down not for me. Not for me. I, really I kind of like, like it. it. I do too. I actually am not a huge uh, kale chips person, but I, I for some reason I really like this. I think it's the flavor, especially the Caesar. I think it's good. I like the ranch because I keep getting blueberries, and that's a real delight. Yeah, I have to. So uh, go through my bag. I didn't didn't end up with a blueberry, but I'm sure they're there at the bottom. I definitely think the Caesar is more flavorful. Yeah, those um, those capers really shine through. Yeah, I really like capers. These are a thumbs up from me. I feel like it's a snack I could grab and like feel okay about yeah. eating. Well, and you know what? So it says there's two servings per container, but if you ate the whole bag, it's only 140 calories. Hmm. Yeah, that could be like a big part of a lunch. Yeah. Like you could do that in a soup or something. Yeah. I think it's good. Well, you guys enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I We don't always agree on stuff. We often, I would say, disagree. But this is like, I don't think it's been this disparate in a bit. 
I can't think of the last thing we agreed disagreed about as much as this bagged salad. Yeah, well, we're a, ha- a house you, divided. Becky. Yeah, yeah, more for me. I'm gonna eat all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat it while I'm breaking all of this equipment down today. Yeah, go for it. Get it out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> so thumbs up for me and Amy. Thumbs down from you. Two yeah. thumbs down for me. So Oof. yeah, we're even. Oh boy. Yeah, Dave. I was a little worried that you were gonna throw up on the table. What? No. For one second. No. Wow. For one That's second. a strong reaction. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you all for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our four out of 10 cauliflower wings and our two thumbs down bag of salad. Now you know. Just a bad day for me. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why I'm grumpy. I knew it. <laughs> If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. We will. Leave us a review. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or at Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And Amy, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on my blog at VeggieSaveTheDay.com. And I actually have something for your readers since we're getting close to Thanksgiving and Christmas. If you'd like to grab a free ebook full of holiday recipes, vegan, of course, you can go to veggiesavetheday.com forward slash holiday and grab your copy now. And you can also find me everywhere at Veggie Save the Day, I'm especially on Instagram, and feel free to send me a message. And I'm at Glue and Glitter on all social media. And you can find my recipes, including those cauliflower wings, at glueandglitter.com. I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram. And Line Leader was taken on TikTok. And we'd love to hear from you. Got a suggestion for a food we should try? Thoughts about an episode? Just want to say hello? Write to us at TalkingTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Or you can send us a message on Twitter or Instagram. Talkin' Tofu is a production of Caddington, Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye-bye. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, do you have something you want to say? Amy, thank you so much for (gasps) coming on the show. (laughs) (laughs) This was really a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me. It was so great to chat with you both. Yeah, thank you for taking the time. We appreciate it. It was good to see you. Good to see you. Bye. 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 All right. Should we take a break and then and then eat these salads? Really, just fizzle. I did. That balloon just like. (laughs) Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.